Hillbilly Horror Stories presents Eerie Encounters. Okay, so I was tootling across the country, mostly driven by the quest to find pretty stuff. I'm not a hard driver, and I'm not about getting from point A to point B quickly. I like to get about three hours of driving in a day, and if I push, I can do about five. But that's really my limit. I also don't like to drive at nighttime. So one day, I was getting to my end point, and evening was setting in soon. So I stopped at a truck stop and was deciding if I was going to push on or just sleep for the night. My goal was to get to this campground that had some cool rock formations in a river, and I wish I could remember what it was called, but I can't. It was something dreadful, and I should have taken that in consideration, but my quest for pretty stuff was winning out, so I decided to push on because I would make it there just in time for sunset, and they could spend the next day just relaxing there. As for the name, it was something like Murder Rock near Ambush Campground. I don't know, but that's what I was thinking. So I get to the campsite. I put my money in their trust deposit box, and I make my way to the park. It was wintertime, so there was snow on the ground, but the roads were pretty clear. No other campers were anywhere to be seen. I park and I hop out for some cool sunset photos, but don't explore too far as it will be dark soon enough. Going back to my vehicle, I find the washroom. Oh, a flush toilet. What a joy. I go in, I take care of my business, then look around. They have showers too. Nice. I run one to see if it works and actually has hot water. Suddenly I hear voices clearly outside the bathroom. One says, he went in here. The other said, okay, let's wait. I figure it's the camp attendant making sure that I paid and whatnot. I turn off the shower, head to the door, and no one's there. I look in the snow. There's no footprints, but there is a door to the other washroom. But I feel uneasy, and I decide that I should just head back to my vehicle. I get to it and do a quick scan for footprints around my space. There's only mine. Okay. I climb in, and I just feel so unsettled. I definitely heard voices clearly articulate words. I sat there for a little while and tried to relax and shake it off, but I just couldn't. I sent some notes to some friends just to get a feeler for how freaked out I should be. Everyone agreed that I should be freaked out and that I was dumb to even go to Murder Rock and Ambush Campground. One friend called me and talked me out of the situation. She said that, here's what you need to do. Can you see the driver's seat? I said, yes. Okay, do you have keys? Yes. Can you get to the driver's seat with your keys? Yes. Okay, with me on the phone, I want you to get in the driver's seat and start the bus. Okay, I got it started. Great, now put it into gear and drive your ass out of there. I went back to the truck stop, had a nice sleep, but dang, that freaked me out so much. So glad my friend just told me to do little steps to get me off of that freak out. That story was sent by Tim in Idaho and he later told me that the name of the park was Massacre Rock State Park. When I was little, I will say about seven or eight, I woke up in my room in the middle of the night. 
There was a white lady, like if she was in a black and white movie, standing in my doorway. She was elderly, smiling her head off and waving strenuously at me. It freaked me out because I didn't know who it was and the whole black and white thing was very weird. So I ducked my head under the sheets and hid. While I was under there, I started smelling flowers. I ended up falling back asleep while I was still hiding. I told my parents the next day, figuring at this point that they'd just say I had a scary dream. As soon as I described her, my dad asked if I smelled lavender. And I wasn't sure, so he brought me one of my mom's candles and it smelled very similar. He got this mystified look on his face and told me that he thought it was my great-grandmother, who I'd never met. She's the one who had my family home built 140 years ago, and she had lived and died there. Dad has seen her a few times, and he always smelled her favorite flowers when he did. He thought he was crazy until I described her. I never saw her again, but I've often smelled lavender at my parents' house, particularly during important moments like high school graduation. I think she just likes checking up on us. That story was sent by Corey in Missouri. When I was five or six, I saw something outside my window. My room then had a bay window with a built-in bench, so you could sit on it or use it as storage. It sits about four feet off the ground if you're looking at it from the outside, and about two feet out from the house. During the day, it let the light shine in just right, and the view from my window is just a bit of lawn that leads into the woods. One night after my parents tucked me in, I turned out the light and I rolled over and was trying to fall asleep to the rain. Rain is the absolute best. I didn't sleep with a night light or any light in my room. My room was down at the end of the hall. At the beginning of the hallway is a door that you can shut. My parents would always shut that door after putting us to sleep so they could go on about their own things without waking us. So there is no light except the occasional lightning. So as I'm trying to fall asleep, watching the lightning and listening to the rain, doing the slow blink kids do, before falling asleep, I see eyes. Eyes. Yellow, glowing eyes. And of course I scream, and then I start screaming for my mom and my dad. They come bounding in, asking what happened, what's wrong. Now I'm crying, and I'm pointing to the window, sobbing. Eyes, eyes, daddy, there's eyes. My dad gives me that look of, really? And says, there's nothing there, everything's fine. The thunder probably scared you. All the while, my mom is sitting on the bed, rubbing my back, telling me it's okay, and so on. She's beginning to calm down. I believe them enough to lay back down and say goodnight. This time, my parents leave the door open as a just-in-case. So after they leave, I just face the door instead of the window, and I finally fall asleep. I wake up the following morning, forgotten about my scare last night, and go on to what four- and five-year-old kids do. Cut to that night, normal night routine, not remembering the previous evening and just ready to go to sleep. Parents tuck me in, they say goodnight and they leave the door open. Again, I started to doze off, facing the door instead of the window. 
Now this particular night, there was no rain or storms, just crickets and cicadas. For some reason, I was pretty restless that night. I kept tossing and turning. I just couldn't get comfortable. At one point, I ended up opening my eyes and was facing the window. When my eyes started to focus, I saw them. The yellow, glowing eyes. This time, they blinked. At this point, I screamed for my dad. My dad comes in, flips on the bedroom light, rubs his eyes while trying to figure out which way is up. I'm pretty sure they were sleeping. He asks what's wrong again, and I go through the same spiel as the night before. Again, he says it's nothing. Probably a curious deer. He even went and turned out the bedroom light and showed me that there was nothing out there. I told my dad that the eyes blinked, and he said, yeah, that's why what you saw was probably a deer. In my little head, I don't believe him because deer don't have eyes like that. My mom finds a nightlight and plugs it in the hallway. I told her that the light was too bright and I couldn't sleep with it on in the hallway. All this point, my parents are getting irritated, rightfully so, as I was being unreasonable and it was probably like 2 or 3 in the morning. I could tell they were getting flustered and I knew if I kept it up, I'd more than likely get in trouble. My mom decided that she would plug it in on the bathroom at the beginning of the hall and leave the door cracked and mine as well, so there was not a lot of light. I get tucked back in and get more good nights, and then the added, it's late, there's nothing there, it was just a deer that you probably saw in your room, and when you scream, you probably scared it away. You're fine, okay? Go to sleep, no more waking us up. There's nothing to be scared of. He then tells me to turn over and look out the window and, again, points and says, there's nothing there. I nod my head, I roll over, and I say goodnight. I keep my eyes closed and face the door and eventually fall asleep. Then the next day, I have what I saw fresh in my mind throughout the day. I couldn't stop thinking about the yellow eyes that I saw. That night, going through the nightly routine before saying goodnight, my dad sits on the bed we're not going to do this I see eyes thing tonight. You know what it was, don't you? I nod my head, not wanting to get in trouble. It was a deer, right? Again, I nod my head. Okay, I love you. Go to sleep. There's nothing out there that can hurt you, let alone get inside here. You are perfectly safe and there's no reason for you to get up unless you need to go to the bathroom. Your mom left a nightlight on in the bathroom if you need it. Go to bed. Good night sweet dreams, and I love you. Both my parents gave me a kiss goodnight, and they tucked me in, turned out the lights, and they left. I pulled the covers up over my head and tried to force myself to sleep. Of course, I couldn't, and I just kept tossing and turning. At one point, I had turned over, and I knew I was facing the window. I still had the covers pulled over my head, though. I remembered laying there as still as I possibly could and breathing as quietly as I could. I started to slowly pull the covers off of my head so I could look out the window. There was nothing there. I felt relieved for a moment and took the rest of the covers off of my head. I was ready to get comfortable again. Once I laid my head back down on my pillow, I looked back at the window. There they were. Same place, same height, same everything. The yellow, glowing eyes. I was frozen. I couldn't move. I didn't want to move. I just kept staring. There they were, blinking. But tonight, tonight they moved. Side to side, just slightly, 
I covered my head and I closed my eyes tight. Then my brain kicked into gear and I hopped out of bed with my cover wrapped around me. I flipped my room light on, I ran down the hall to the bathroom, grabbed the night light and plugged it into my room. I turned my bedroom light off and I hopped back into bed, again engulfing myself in my covers. I eventually fell asleep. I never said anything to my parents about it again because I knew they wouldn't believe me. I never saw it again after that night. My parents still don't believe me. I've had to have every window covered at night ever since. The story was sent by Morgan in Alabama.